It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Chinese woman stopped for driving bumper car on the highway. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. And it's brought to you by Zero Res. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin. I think we've all at one point sat there and scratched our heads and thought, man. Pirate or magician? Countries go without water. Mm -hmm. Like people don't have, there's a shortage of drinking water and yet there's the ocean. Like so much, you look at the little globe, this little planet that we live on, planet Earth. It's so much water. Well, guys, the good news is scientists have come up with something new. The coaxial electrospun nanofiber membrane, also known as the coaxial electrospun nanofiber membrane. It's so fancy they can't give it a shorter name. Sure, why not? Just let it have it. The membrane removes 99.9% of salt from seawater, making it instantly drinkable. Yes. I mean, like in minutes. It goes through this membrane, drinkable. So you can drink ocean water. Yeah. They're saying perhaps solving the world's shortage of drinkable water. Well, that, I feel like that's a good thing we've been working on them. That's a great thing, yeah. right? Yeah, that, well done. Uh, and they say... Ocean, big, water. Previous wow. solutions only lasted for about 50 hours, and then they needed to be replaced. Oh, this really? This new coaxial electrospun nanofiber membrane <laughs> will last uh. for one month. What is it again? Maybe we can come up with an acronym. What is it? Coaxial... Electrospun nanofiber. Coaxial electro. Uh, electrospun nanofiber word? membrane. Nanofiber membrane. So the C E N F M. Nanofiber mm. is one word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, nanofiber. So nanofiber is just one word. Oh, electrospun, one word. Coaxial, one, one word. word. Yeah. Membrane. One word. One word. Senum doesn't seem to do it. Right? It's just fun to say, too. Well, so that's good news. The ocean turning into drinkable water seems like a major breakthrough, and that is cool news, where it just, in moments, you have instant drinkable water. These are things that I'm glad we're working on. I like this. I want to figure yeah. out how to get rid of the smoke permanently. Yep. You know, nice. just a big fan that blows it higher into the atmosphere, that just, then it dissipates and we don't have to choke on it. You know, these, well done science. Good work. Big time. I love science. Big time. Yeah, some machine that somehow sucked up the smoke, and then the smoke and turned it into it turned, turned it into, into rain. Turned into Let's go. rain or energy <laughs> or anything. I, I don't know what could it be turned into. Anything other than it is. Yeah, just somehow. Yeah, we, we got to come, come up science. with a solution to it. There would be one solution, <sighs> maybe cutting down some trees. Okay, perhaps. Just a thought. Anyways, uh, I go from that solving one of the world's problems of that was great. I sea, love that. making seawater drinkable in just moments with the membranes and nanofibers and all that good stuff. We're still transporting snow from the city to the mountains, right? We're still doing that. Yeah, that that is my okay. forever idea. All right, good. I just want to ch- double check that in the nineties, and I asked Tom Sherry, meteorologist extraordinaire. Yeah. By the way, I saw him on TV the other day, and I honestly thought he had retired. He's no Matt Gray. Okay. 
I don't know why I thought, was there talk of Tom Sherry retiring? I mean, not, no. Okay. Jay, I thought he had retired, and then I wow. had the TV on. I and think I was he like, said the oh, same about you. Tom Sherry's on there. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I just honestly was like, good for him. Well, I know, but you realize if you say to somebody, I thought you retired, that can't be taken any other way. You can't be, nobody's going to go, oh, well, thank you. Uh, I guess, yeah, that does come across negative. And I didn't mean it that way at all. (laughs) I meant it like he's so successful and awesome. Tom Sherry rode off into the sunset being on top. And he, he also thought your idea was a little crazy? or No, remember good? I asked him, I said, Tom, why couldn't you take snow from here, put mm. it in dump trucks, yeah. load it up, like all the stuff that they plow into the middle of the roads, why couldn't we just load that in dump trucks, take it to the mountains, dump it up there so that there would be more runoff in right. the spring, which we had a shortage of? And he actually stopped and he goes, well, I don't know, that's actually a pretty good idea. Tom Sherry endorsed it. Wow. Wish it would have been Nadine. Nadine Sherry? Turns out that old Story Nadine, number uh, two. She's the kind of gal that can get ideas done now, huh? Yeah, I would. I mean, that's her job. Uh, okay, guys. Now we move to this. And this is a problem that I have had. I would imagine it is a problem Slim has looked at. The bottom of your pans, those pans that you cook on, they get those really bad like burn marks on them or whatever, and they just they get dirty looking the bottom of your nice pans. They don't stay nice for very long. And even when you scrub them, it seems like it never comes clean. It gets frustrating. Jay, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Maybe uh, I've never seen a pan. Okay. I, I, I wondered. I didn't know for sure. Well, there is a new way to clean your pan that they say works. It's foolproof. And this is one that I was hoping was a little easier than this. It starts out good where you just sprinkle salt. You take the pan, you turn it over. So you got the bottom of the pan. It's dirty. Sprinkle salt on it. Baking soda. Add some liquid dish soap. Mm. So far, super easy, right? Okay. Put a paper towel over it. And then, this is the weird part. You pour vinegar over the paper towels. You then take the paper towels, just wipe it. And all of it so comes no off, scrubbing. and your pan is, the grime easily wipes off the wow. pan, and you've got a bright, shiny new pot or pan. Give it to me one more time. Salt? Salt, baking soda. Baking soda, that was it. Dish okay. soap. Mm-hmm. Then put paper towels over top of it, mm-hmm. some white vinegar over the towels, and then just rub it, and it comes right off. Wow. Nobody oh, has ever used baking soda for baking Ever, they've only used baking soda with vinegar. That's it. So that is it's, the truest. I, I've never used baking soda for anything no. other than stuff like this. Cleaning the sink, cleaning the tub, yeah. cleaning a pan. No Taking one is, the aroma out of your refrigerator. Yeah, trying to help out with diaper rash. Nobody has ever in a billion years used baking soda for baking. One time, I remember my grandma told me to brush my teeth with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And I was like, what? That yeah. sounds it's, disgusting. It's, it's, how they in made some of the, it's in some of the toothpaste. Yeah. It'll okay. say with baking soda. Right. Like big, huge letters. And then you pay $5 more for that bottle because of that phrase. Yeah. No one has ever used baking soda for baking. Ever. I actually have a question. What is it used for in baking? I don't know. Cleaning the pan, you're going to use baking powder. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually it. Legitimately, that is it. It's it's the combo of two words that it's neither of. 
It's not used in baking, and you can't drink it like soda. It's truly the worst named thing ever. It should be cleaning powder. Yeah, magic powder because you can brush your teeth. And magic powder. That's yeah. a great call. Yeah. Magic powder. And also, it's supposed to be in your fridge and supposed to do something in the fridge. Yeah, it too, takes away right? the aroma. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Aroma? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good call, KJ. Yeah, it absorbs the aroma. So it just okay. This texture's right. this texture's line. What are they I saying? I only use baking soda for baking. Oh come on. No, Get out of what are you baking? Down. Okay, yeah. they Peggy responded with cookies. Okay, oh. this is going to be a checkmate Uh-oh. move. This is going to be a checkmate move. I'm looking up chocolate chip cookie recipes. Okay, here's what I've got. You ready? Yep. Break off one of the little chocolate chip cookie chunks. Put on pan. Break off next piece. Put on pan. Break off next piece. <laughs> 425 <laughs> cook. Thank those. I, think yeah, I don't see baking. That's, that's I don't see a, baking soda in that recipe. Yeah, that's not that's not the only recipe, but it's one of them. Okay, here's what I've got. Oh gosh dang it. Chocolate chip cookies. You are the you are the one. So can I put chocolate chip cookies in my sink to make it smell better? And you can brush your teeth with them. Because I am seeing in chocolate chip cookies, I am seeing chocolate chips, vanilla. Egg, brown sugar, granulated sugar, butter, salt, all-purpose flour, mm-hmm. and one teaspoon baking soda. So we've learned that you can use chocolate chip cookies to clean your pans and brush your teeth. Thank you, Kevin. Versatile cookie. That's amazing. It is. I, that, okay, I will tell you, there's part of me that is very happy right now that baking soda is used in cooking because I've never seen it used in anything. Is there part of you that's happy right now that a five-year-old is going to take a chocolate chip cookie into the bathroom and brush his teeth with it and say I, that we said it was okay? I think I'm happy that we've now yeah. given them that argument. Can you imagine some kids just sitting better there believe just it. smashing? Uh, <sighs> Sorry, parents. Also... Wait a second. Jessica says... It's also a great heartburn cure. Now, this, what that text is, is a trap. baking soda? Okay, that is a trap. Jessica, here's what you did. I guarantee you this is like the trick where you have someone eat a spoonful of cinnamon. Because I've seen what happens when you mix baking soda and vinegar. It's how you make the fake volcanoes in, in school. I bet you you put baking soda into your mouth and swallow it, and it just bubbles come out of your mouth. It's a great trick text. Yeah, it Hilarious. doesn't seem real. Like that works. It helps with heartburn because you die. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Jessica. <laughs> you won't have heartburn anymore. You're dead. Also, this text if you put a bunch of baking soda around Tacoma, would it get rid of that aroma? Ooh, it's worth a try. It, I think it should. This if, is kind of like that's kind of like our fan theory with the with the smoke. If everyone went outside with a fan yep. and turned your fans upwards, mm-hmm. the smoke would just blow. Blow it to the it moon. Blow away, yeah. So I think this is the same. If everyone went outside at nighttime with open baking soda, it would get rid of all smells. It's very true. And by the way, do you make? Can you make actual soda? Like, can you make a Pepsi or a with Coca-Cola? baking soda? Can you make a you. soda? With yeah, baking soda. It's a baking soda. So if I want soda, yeah. which I do, uh, like a Certainly. diet caffeine-free Coke, thanks. So if you poured water, mixed baking soda, whipped it up just right, would it turn into a pop? Could you make The principle is that you add lemon juice, vinegar, or citric acid, which, by the way, is like the ultimate thing in all things ingredients. If you look at anything you drink, citric the acid. good ones all have citric acid. Or citric acid to water. Then pour a bit of baking soda in the container and voila. That's what this thing says. Voila. The acid in the water mixes with the bicarbonate of the baking soda to create carbon dioxide gas. Right. 
<laughs> the generated bubbles of CO2 make the drink fizzy. Kevin James, you absolutely can use baking soda to make soda. Whoa. Baking soda is my new favorite ingredient of all things. I think it puts out fires, too. Oh, it does, yeah. I've yeah. seen that. Okay, baking soda is the, it just should, it really is magic powder. I gotta go brush is. my teeth with a chocolate chip cookie. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. It's amazing. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Oh, welcome to Jay's Pizza. How you doing? We got a pizza pie just for you. What can I get you? Yeah, could I get a uh, 747? Kevin James. A 747? Yeah, you know, an extra large plane. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kevin. <laughs> Don't ever do that to me again, Jay. As he shouts something to me right before we go on the air, says it to me. It's shocking. My mouth falls open. And then he goes, all right, Kevin. I'm a true professional. I'm not. (laughs) Jay, Kevin, and Slim, this is my unpopular opinion. I really just can't stand Garth Brooks. I feel like he's so cheesy, hokey, and fake. It seems to be getting worse and worse as he gets older, too. I've always liked most of his music from the 90s, but now I find it even hard to enjoy. My wife absolutely loves him. She's met him twice while working at the arena. She says if I met him, I would realize he's a genuine person. First, has anyone met Garth and didn't like him? Second, as he seems to get cheesier and more fake, has anyone changed their opinion of him? Or am I the lone Garth hater? Thanks, guys. Wayne. Uh, I think uh, our opinion, Kevin, our opinion is well-documented. Slim, youngest member of the show. I'm trying to remember. Have you met Garth? Multiple times. Yeah. And you're... Not I a mean, Garth fan. Other than just the interviews in Nashville, you've not, met not him... A Gar- not a big Garth fan. Not a big Garth music fan yeah. or a Garth person fan? Not a big music fan. Okay. But that's. But I'm also not... I'm not the target audience for Garth Brooks. And what about, what no, about as sure. a person? Like as a human? <laughs> this is such a trap segment. No, I have a question for you. Though. This is such a trap segment because Kevin knows that I think Garth Brooks is cheese. Oh, I don't. I no, but hold on. This is a I trap. Think Brandon Garth, already texted and said, "Is Kevin trying to trap you right now?" No, because I, I, I'm saying yes, Slim. he did. I can read it to you. Hold on. <laughs> what do you hold mean? On. No. I think <laughs> no. Garth Brooks is cheesy. No, yeah. I am the first one to admit Garth is cheesy. Mm-hmm. He is hokey, but I also think that. If you met Garth Brooks, Which it I would have. be impossible not to like him. Do you like him? Like, do you think he's a cool human? Even though you're not really into his music, and why would you be? Like you said, it's 90s music. Yeah. You haven't really. Not, not my cup of tea. So you don't like him as a person? Uh, I like him. Well, I yeah, oh, yeah, did. no, I like him as a person. I mean, here's the I don't know Garth Brooks. Uh, I only know him from the windows we've met him in, and Correct. I think it's too. Small of a window for me to judge anything about Garth Brooks. Oh, it's America 2021. What are you doing? There's no such thing as too small a window to yeah, judge. Yeah, okay. So, but with <laughs> I mean, a window in our baseball, door. I love that he talks baseball. That's, he's good at that. I love it. He always wears cool fighting stuff, which is baseball stuff, or he was yeah. when fighting was a thing. I always loved that. I thought that was cool. Ah. 
I think he has that thing. That, this is what I've always admired about Garth. I have is too that, much inside info, too. Okay, see, I don't... I, I know your wife doesn't like Garth, but I thought that you liked Garth. I just knew you didn't like his music very much. I think but, this is a trap. No, I honestly thought you liked Garth Brooks. I thought you were completely impressed with him. And I think he's really him. good at what he does. He's a showman. I think he's really, mm-hmm. really good at being a showman. Yeah, really for do. sure. There, there's, I mean, and I just always have thought the same thing about Garth. If it was fake, wouldn't it have come out at some point? Uh, that's wouldn't that it have been the, like Garth Brooks slapped little girl, mm. film at eleven, or you know something bad like that, where something came out about Garth where he wasn't a good dude. I feel like that's very likely. Yeah, because people will be looking for it, right? They'll be digging yes. for it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially and they have found when, nothing on him. The yeah, more popular you are. Yeah, you're totally. that popular and you're that over the top. Yeah. I feel like people want to take you yeah, down. They will go for after sure. it. Yeah. For so the sure. fact that they haven't, I just do think that is he cheesy? Yes. Certainly. I will say he's cheesy, Wayne. I he agree says with you that. on that. I mean, no Yeah. But I don't think he's fake. I th- I think that's just genuine Garth. And he has a thing when you meet him. I have always thought when you meet him anyways that it, he makes you feel special. Like he somehow thinks it's cool that you're he's meeting you. <laughs> or, or what you know what so that, that's a great part of the that's a great part of the routine, right? Like that's for part sure. of being a great showman. Yeah. It, it really yeah. 100% slim. And but then the other thing I feel about that is it's definitely part of the act, but is it also there must be some genuineness to it or wouldn't you sniff it out? Yeah, unless probably. you're just unless you're just probably. so great at it. Here's and the I, thing. I don't know that you can be like, yeah, I'm with Kev where you it's just really hard to be that great at it without All slipping up once. Without slipping up once. Right. Every time. Yeah. Thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. That's just it. Now I will say, and I will say this about any artist, I think, if you watched a documentary on him, that Garth Brooks, the road I'm on, I I would say what's if you watch that, it would be hard to not have a little more respect and like him a little more. Mm-hmm. Like if you're somebody like Wayne who just doesn't like him. Same thing with like the Luke Bryan deal. If you don't like Luke Bryan and you start watching that documentary, you're going to end up liking him, I feel like. Just because their stories are not, it's just not all the glamour that we see. There, there, there's a lot that it took to get there. And well, it humanizes those, people who yeah, sometimes are easy go. to hate. Like, go, when somebody's sure. popular, it's just very easy to take them down. You're like, it's easy to go, oh, he's cheesy, or oh, he's terrible, or he he this. And when you don't have any connection, once you have a connection with them as a person or a human, it's a lot harder to dislike them, which is why, you know, he's saying when you meet Garth, you're probably going to like yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Because There's... he's going to make you feel good. He yeah. seems very genuine. Yeah. He's, he's always... going to talk to you. He's going to talk to you. He's going to talk to you. Well, he... He's going to talk... Yeah, and he's going to talk... To you. Yes. That's the 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 difference is he he literally asks questions. Like one of Slim's best features as a human being is the fact that he's inquisitive and he asks questions, but he doesn't just ask questions and then roll his eyes and walk away before you answer it. 
He like asked a question with genuinely wanting to know the answer. Yeah, if Garth I ask has a question. That... I want to know what the answer. And is. see, Garth is like that. He'll ask you questions, and he he's done that from the beginning, which is why the industry fell in love with him. Because you know, when little radio guys like me would go up and ask him to read a line, or hi, I'm Garth Brooks, and Jay Daniels is my favorite guy in the afternoon on WW right. Radio. Yeah, and he were like, he'd put it down and go, "Hey man, how's things in Omaha?" You're like, uh, "Good, just here's here's the liner." No, I'll get to that. So. Yeah. How how long you been in Nashville? I I I got I, I got here two hours ago. Just go ahead and read it, sir. Right. And he's like, no, I'm going to ask you twelve questions and not care. So that yeah, kind that of part's... attitude. And the part that's weird about Garth too is, I, the last time he was here in Spokane in 2017, and we did the backstage thing with him. And we were in that little room, and there was like couches, and he just when he, when in. He's he just kneeled down on the ground because there weren't enough chairs. He yeah, said, "No, you guys he, are fine." And he says, just... "So he came over and he was talking to to me and the the date that I was with, and we were talking and whatever." And then he gets up and he goes and he talks to you or somebody else, Jay. But then he comes back over and looks right at me and he says, "Hey, Kevin." Uh, so about some, and he goes right back into yeah, whatever it was that we were talking. And I was like, "Come on, I I mean." I met your manager two minutes ago, and I don't remember that person's yeah, name. I, like, sure. I don't yeah, the, the talent he has, and maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe he's just that real, good. Yeah, and maybe it is part of the act. But I have to respect it because it's so good. There are a lot of people on Facebook saying, "I actually don't like his music, but I do think he's a really good person." Which I was surprised to see that angle. Like usually, I feel like it's the a lot of times the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Like I like his music. Not sure what kind of guy he is, but no, there are a lot of people saying. Uh, not a fan of his music, really, but I think he's probably a good dude. Yeah, interesting. It's funny that he had people, that many people saying they're not fans of his music. I wonder if that's just because they're younger and they're like slim. Their nineties is just wasn't their cup of tea thing. Probably. It's a long time ago. Yeah, that's for a sure. really it's long, a long time yeah. ago. And also, he did the thing where he knew he was going to lose Entertainer of the Year, so he pulled out, and that was hilarious. <laughs> it was a great move. That was like the ultimate one. Well, here's the deal. I'm going to pull out of the running for Entertainer of the Year because I'm going to lose. What a great, great strategy. Didn't lose. No, didn't lose. I'm not available. <laughs> Kevin and Slim. That'd be like night Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Here's some frozen fish sticks and here's some mac and cheese. Milk isn't even expensive back then. Drink a gallon of that. It'll fill you up. Go to bed. Kevin James. It's perfect. You're set. The only thing missing? Fish hot dog. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Yesterday we covered the first three days of the worst vacation ever Mm. on the planet. Worst trip ever, not vacation. You had some bad luck, Jay. I was trying to explain it to somebody yesterday where I said, yeah, he, I mean, his trip was just terrible. It started with him doing something very non-Jay-like where his wife took the dogs out at two in the morning to go to the bathroom and he just laid there in bed and fell asleep in a strange city and she called him four times when the dogs ran away and Jay never even answered his phone. Yeah. Dog got off the leash, went and played with the cows. That was in the middle of the night. The throttle fell off the pontoon while it was running and backing into other people's boats. It was fine. And then the washing machine quit, and while I was throwing it out of the dump, it fell out of the back of the truck and hit me in the face. So that was you right in the face that you then fixed the blood on your face with a pig urine-soaked rag from the back of the pig farmer's truck that you borrowed. Right. Seems like a movie. Um... 
So day four, I don't don't really need to get into the lawnmower breaking down, other than the fact that when the lawnmower broke down, the you know there's a bit of property there, so there's a riding lawnmower, and the lawnmower broke down. So I laid down on the ground because I'm very mechanical, you guys. Yeah, oh, big time. You, mm-hmm. Well documented, know how. I pretty much if it's got an engine or any sort of motor whatsoever, I can fix it. And everything at and this handy. cabin, Jay, sounds like it's been around a minute. It's aging. It's old. It doesn't get used a lot. Correct. It's. Yeah, so you never know and what I, you're in for when you get up. No, there. and I see it maybe once a year when there's just, you know, so the belt slipped off and then the deck was having a problem. So I'm laying down on the ground and I'm, and all of a sudden I'm like, man, what is that? Oh, no. I'm trying to fix the lawnmower. I'm mechanical, guys. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of bees. Oh, no. I was thinking snake. So I get up and I'm standing there and all of a sudden I realize, why, why are they? So have you guys ever heard of ground wasps? Yes. Ground wasps. Did you know there was such a thing? I'm mm-hmm. Google searching them now. So, I have uh, seen them many a times, Jay. So Slim, what I will tell you is that a lot of times, what I was told anyway, from the guy at the Ace, the, the place with the health hardware man, he's like, yeah, man, when it's really, really hot, they'll build their nests underground. Okay. And it's you like can a have a weird pile of dirt. Like a giant. Well, this one is just in the yard. All you see is a hole that looks like the bottom of the side, like a rodent would make. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's just a bunch of wasps. I'm like, whoa, what is that? And I take one step over there. And as I step toward it, they do the double back, come around me from behind oh, and yes. go up my shirt. Oh, my gosh. So I feel this stings. So I'm getting stung from behind as I'm looking at these ground wasps. Not Super really what they are. Yeah, that's fantastic. Not painful at all. And I realize that they're in my shirt. So I do what, you know, any normal person would do. I whip my shirt off, helicopter it, so get them off Absolutely. my skin, and sprint to the lake. Good idea. Get to the water is a great move. Because I know. have to do the thing where you get to the water and grab some kind of reed and go underwater and use it as like a snorkel until one falls down. <laughs> oh, use it as oh. a snorkel. You have to do because oh, that's what they do in the yes. cartoons. That's how you get rid of bees. Oh, that was very Sylvester Stallone of yeah, you. Yeah, you've got to get underneath the water, holding the reed above the water, and use it like a snorkel. So I get the you know I got stung like three four times in the back, and I I come back in the house and my son's like, why why are you wet? I oh, no problem, buddy. You just keep playing the video games there. I just got stung by a bunch of ground wasps. It should be fine. That is my favorite thing to do when something like that happens that's bad, and it's not really anyone's fault, but you like to just try to take it out on the kids who are just sitting there (laughs) playing video games. All he said was this, I saw you running. I thought it was was the dog at first. That's the fastest I've ever seen you run. And I'm like, yep. Thanks for checking on me, bud. I'm an athlete, my friend, when being stung by ground wasps or hornets or whatever they were. I don't even know what they were. Something with stingers. So... I elected to move the lawnmower to continue to fix it. That was day five. Oh, my gosh. Day six. <sighs> so you've got a broken nose and bee stings at this point. Yeah, yeah. I still have a big, giant scab on my nose, bee stings on my back, which, by the way, is still swollen from those. Those things don't go down very fast. No. Oh, really? They still got you, huh? Uh, I don't know if I have time to get into the day six when one of the boys put gasoline where the oil goes in the jet ski. I mean, what what the guys? Wait, that's not even close. Well, they're right. They're kind of like opposite each other with the exact same size cap. 
Okay, that's oh, that's okay. uh, that actually that's a little is more a reasonable. problem. No, that's, that's a, a terrible problem. design. Yeah. So literally, yeah. like, so they're this far apart. If you see where my hands are right now, what is this? Like a foot apart? Yeah, yeah. exact same cap with just yeah, a picture on inches. it. How big are the caps? Because I both expect gigantic. an oil. See, see, I expect an oil one. I'm just saying, as a guy who's not a mechanic, I know. I expect the oil one to be smaller. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I that's personally what I would expect. If I'll I was just, looking at it. I'll when just, they're the same size, man, that's a 50-50 for me, too. I will also 50-50. say that I learned that when, both. when the boys go, hey, uh, either hey, dad, or hey, Jay, depending on whether it's my son or one of the other kids, and I won't don't want to really say which one it was, but they'll say, hey, hey, Jay, um, <laughs> can you come down here? i got to show you something. Oh, no. That has never been, I caught the biggest fish. You've ever seen. <laughs> right. I found a load of money for the family to split. I found a treasure chest I full love of you. gold and jewels. Hey, Dad, come here. I want to show you something. I love you. No. You're a great dad. And we bought you this. So when I siphoned off. Watch replacement. <laughs> you know? It's never that. No. It's never that. So, again, I'm very mechanical, guys. Okay, hang on. They put gasoline in the oil. Luckily, the oil was pretty full, so I had to siphon the gas out, siphon the gas out, put it into the little bottle, put the bottle away. Okay, there we go. We're done. Got that taken care of. So they didn't put very much gas in. Not a lot got in there, Kevin. That's a blessing. It it was fixable? It was fixable. You put a little oil in the gas. You put Since you already put gas in the oil, you don't want it to run out of oil, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm very mechanical. Google. Uh, Google and a guy from Minnesota who knows. Ah, I love that. guy from Minnesota that knows. Also, the pig farmer was a genius. Um, Oh. Can so we, then, we're gonna shout out the sun. Well, we're okay. We'll keep the identity secret. Keep the identity secret. So, the next day, we're working in the garage, and my wife says to me, "Hey, I put your drink in the kitchen." I go, "Okay, thanks." Very thirsty. It's hot. You know, you ever you know what water falling is? Waterfalling out of a bottle, Slim. Huh. You ever done it? It sounds awesome. You go like this. Oh, or you absolutely. just pour it into your mouth when you pour yeah. it into your mouth from a distance because right, right, right. you're and and there's a variety of reasons to do it. One being you're not sure who else has drank out of that. Totally, you're in a commercial. Yeah. So um, fun. I grabbed fun. the bottle. <laughs> just, was, just fun. The ultimate yeah. reason. It looked exactly like this. This okay, bottle so right here. It looks here. exactly okay. like Jay is holding a normal 12 ounce, 16 ounce water 16 bottle. Ounce, 16 ounce, 16.9 16. ounce. 16.9, Jay. That is uh, that what that is? Yeah. About half full. Okay, well, half full of liquid. Red liquid, because it's my Zip Fizz. And was that the kind of liquid you were drinking? Yes. At the, yes so you have now found your Zip Fizz on the counter. Correct. I grab it in the kitchen, and I waterfall it, because I'm not even sure if somebody else has drank out of it, and there's a couple of kids that I don't want to share with. Is this Fair. going to make me throw up? And when it hits my mouth, <laughs> God damn what is this expectation? I realize to myself, oh, hell, that ain't water. Oh, no. And I spit it. What is it? The gas? It's the gas and oil that I signed. Oh! You did not! (laughs) No, you did not. I never thought it would get worse than the person who accidentally takes a drink out of the spit can, right? The person who's been spitting into the Dr. Pepper can, and now someone's drank it. You did it. You just poured gas and oil into your own mouth. Yeah. And of course, people are like, "Well, you couldn't smell it." I'm like, I, "It was like a foot from my face." I literally grabbed it, took the top off, and poured it. But it wouldn't hit my mouth. I knew it was gas. <laughs> well, I bet you oh, did. No. 
And of course, did immediately you the, the doctor. Did you have to go to the doctor? I don't know. Immediately that you started Googling because I'm telling you, they'll tell you if you swallow two ounces of gasoline, it can kill you. Yeah. And I was like, well, the good news about water falling is you have your throat shut off. You well, know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, you're pouring it sure. from a distance. So you're not trying to your just chug it. Like, right. Yeah. You, and I spit that out and then just had to run water in my mouth for like two minutes. Brush your teeth, water in the mouth about two minutes. It's just like, you got to be kidding me. That's so unbelievable. What I've deciphered from these stories. First of all, apparently your hearing's going bad. Your wife called four times. You couldn't hear. <laughs> your vision is completely gone. You smashed your face with yeah. a washing with, machine. With a, a dryer. And, uh, no, a washing machine. A washing You're right. Machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You smashed your face yeah. with a washing machine. Yep, 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 yep. And you also drank gasoline thinking it was juice. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, is the oil mixture is red. Yeah, and so it's it. I can kind of see looked exactly like Jay, this I, bottle right here. I, it I does can see look like it. How it yeah. Exactly like, like that, that zip is, yeah. and I just oh my goodness. Who and left? Here, quick question. Yeah, who left that bottle on the counter? My my wife was doing me a favor there. She who left the other bottle? Who on left the, the gas on the counter? My wife put the gas on the counter. She put that on the counter too. I guess I should have answered my phone. What's your life insurance policy right now? <laughs> <laughs> we might need to do some investigating on your wife. I'm just going to say this. That took me through day seven. The next three days were worse. They weren't worse. And that's going to be tomorrow at 745. They were worse. The they were worse than you almost dying? Also, I'm learning off the